Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! soaking wet they tell us we're supposed to be in the midst of summer not quite yet happy rainy monday to you i spent the weekend playing golf we'll tell you some golf stories we're also going to talk some golf and we're going to talk all the way around the wide world of sports here in the state of montana welcome into nuanas now espn radio maybe you're watching swx montana television thanks so much for being here we are coming to you through the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Thanks to Northwest Motorsport for all of their support. We're going to get things kicked off like we do every Monday with the Montana Football Hour. It's been a sort of uh, myriad of sports as of late. We've been talking a lot of track and field, a lot of high school softball. Uh, but today, we are really going to make this basically a football hour. We are going to talk some FCS football. Myself, Andrew Houghton, our producer in the back, we will... Discuss the following two questions. What's the best storyline going on right now in the Big Sky Conference? What's the most undertold storyline going on right now in the Big Sky Conference? Also, the Athlon, quote-unquote, poll. We talk about this every year. Athlon is uh, actually just Craig Haley's ranking, so it's more like a column more than a poll because there's no nobody's voting in it. It's just Craig's 
uh, top 25. But Craig is uh, the longest standing, most experienced uh, veteran guy that covers the FCS at a national level. So it holds a lot of weight. So we'll get into the polls. Three Big Sky teams in the top 10. Two Montana schools in the top four. Who's ranked ahead of who? We'll get to that here in just, just about 15 minutes. Also, all-star football uh, games for the high school level got underway this last weekend as well. Had the Bob Cleverly Classic in Butte, and uh, you also had the six-man all-star game in Custer. So uh, one last opportunity for a lot of young men to perform, to play football, and uh, the last prep opportunity for a lot of other guys that are going on to the collegiate level. We'll also talk about some guys from around this area that are going to the college level uh, in football, specifically five, count them, five from the Florence Falcons. One of the best Class B teams of all time, and uh, if you're evaluating based on that talent, uh, absolutely, five guys going to college for a Class class B school, pretty darn impressive. Uh, Also, Cooper Cup had something to say about Lance McCutcheon. That's interesting. We'll talk more about that in a little while. And also, it's easy to forget especially for the, those listening in Missoula and around western Montana. There's an indoor football team, a, a professional football team in Billings, Montana, the Billings Outlaws. They have come and gone, quite literally. Um, they have, you know, the, the Outlaws have been remade multiple times, but they have been remade one more time, and uh, now they are pretty darn good this year, and they will host a playoff game in Billings. We'll discuss that, but also just sort of... Uh, professional football, professional sports in the state of Montana. Are are we close to that? Are we far away from that? I'm not sure, but we'll hash it out uh, here as part of the Montana Football Hour as well, and maybe even talk about some of the other uh, football leagues that exist. There is this indoor football league. There's also now the USFL back for its second iteration, some, what, 30 years, 35 years apart from the first iteration. Um, But I've always found it fascinating in America. Why is the NFL... Well, we know why the NFL is so dominant. Why is there almost no other competition? Why, With such a thirst for football, you would think that a, a second professional league would certainly be successful. Can the USFL, the latest edition, make it? We'll, we'll see. Hour number two, the NBA Finals are underway, so we're going to play one of our uh, new and old favorite games. It's new to Andrew and I, and it's very fun to play it with him. And uh, But something that we've been doing around here at ESPN Radio since before I was even on this show we going to play a little blindside where we have just some unprepared questions or questions that we did not prep each other with. Um, so we'll do that about, about 5 o'clock. And then uh, at 5.30, we are going to talk uh, some NFL because mini camps are underway. Finally, there's uh, – I shouldn't say finally. I, I actually don't like wishing time away. And I was actually thinking about that uh, while I was on my way to this show uh, about how – I love football. I love talking football. I wanted to talk some football today, but I'm also not one that's wishing away. <laughs> I wish football season was here. I'm not that kind of guy. I, I I am happy when football arrives. It's always so exciting, but I'm also not like jonesing for it. But it is good fodder for uh, sports discussion. So we'll talk a little NFL minicap, maybe give you a, an update on some of the big sky guys that are trying to make NFL rosters. Uh, so there you go. That is your show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Uh, any questions you might have in the real estate world? Give Brent and his team a call today. Uh, golf stories in just a minute, but also wanted to acknowledge this. And uh, 
So to, to say what I keep teasing, I've been on a golf trip. So I have landed a gig myself and uh, one of my good friends and a good friend of this show, Mr. Chad Eckergan, he, he and I have landed a gig with Golf Magazine. Chad uh, has several different businesses that he uh, owns and operates, one of which was Western Birch Tees. He just sold Western Birch Tees recently. Uh, but we've advertised Western Birch Tees on this show. I play Western Birch Tees. If you've ever gotten any of our ESPN or our Grizz logo tees or our Skyline Sports golf tees, those are from uh, Western Birch Tees. And so uh, Chad and I basically are doing a story for Golf Magazine that's about some of the, the most um, memorable and most prominent parts of golf in Montana, but also with sort of an angle at the growth in Montana, the boom in Montana, the economic, uh, the influx of money in Montana, for better or worse, it is directly reflected on the golf course. And uh, so we've spent the last couple weeks uh, planning this, and then we started this trip. I think we're going to end up, I think I'm going to end up probably having six or seven stops on this trip. It's going to be over probably the next month. But we just want to sort of symbolize um, what is unique about golf in Montana and why that is so indicative of what makes Montana unique. So we'll have plenty of stories from that. But first, I wanted to acknowledge this. Last weekend, the weekend before the one we just came out of, uh, was Memorial Day. And and I usually do a uh, some sort of thank you or, or tell some sort of story uh, in remembrance of Memorial Day, both my grandfathers were in World War II, and um, you know it's crazy to only be two generations removed from men that fought in the Second World War. I, I think about that all the time, and I think about how much that example is just a microcosm for a larger reality. And is that you know here I am sitting two generations after. Um, my grandfather, Letatio Alnuana, is on my dad's side, and my grandfather, Dean Conway, on my mother's side. The I can't help but think what they would think of what I do now, what they would think of what I do for a living, and how cool that is and how lucky I am, and you know how those guys, they paved the way for me to be able to become one of the first college graduates in my family. So I always like to give great homage to our service people, particularly those who fought in some of the uh, the most uh, important moments in human history. And that's all to say the reason I'm referencing this now is, one, I was remiss to not say anything coming out of Memorial Day weekend. We kind of had to hit the ground running because when we're a day short, we can't get all our, our stories and discussions in. But today is the anniversary of D-Day. It's, it's uh, June 6, 1944 is the official date of D-Day. So 78 years ago... Uh, 150,000 Allied soldiers arrived on the beaches of Normandy, France for the largest seaborne invasion in world history. D-Day, as it is now referred to, was a major tactical tactical victory against the Nazis in Europe during World War II, and it is remembered as one of the most courageous operations in the history of international warfare. Today marks the 78th anniversary of D-Day, and while there are a few left to tell the stories of the of that day, these this was just an intro to a, a photo gallery that I was looking at, actually, in Esquire magazine. So this goes on to say, uh, these photos are a reminder of the courageous efforts of Americans and other Allied soldiers in ending the tyranny of Nazi occupation in France. So I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, 
I've been surrounded by military people in my life uh, quite frequently. One of my great friends and, and a guy I lived with for four years here in Missoula, uh, he's an uh, ex-military guy, ex-Army guy. And so he would always watch Saving Private Ryan, which is still to this day one of the great films um, of the modern era and, and probably in American cinematic history. Saving Private Ryan is an amazing film. Uh, it stands up. It stands the test of time. We watched it just last year on D-Day uh, when I was still living with my buddy who who always watches it on on uh, this date. And, uh, wow, what a film, but also what a moment to uh, always make sure uh, that we remember. So happy late Memorial Day. Um, thank you to everybody that has served out there. And uh, it's always worth remembering, you know, if you are thinking about your life, you're thinking about where you sit uh, in the world, uh, what's going on anything like that. Just think about what your grandparents, if, if you are fortunate to still have grandparents, awesome. And if not, think about what they think of where you're at now, or even your great grandparents. Think what they would think, just how much the world has changed over the last three or four generations. It is Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana te- uh, Television. Plus, go get that ESPN Montana app. ESPN Montana app is available on all your app stores. Great way to stream and or listen this show, uh, either live and or archived. You can also find uh, upcoming Grizz Hockey, Grizz Lacrosse. I got some other stuff coming down the pipe as well, so stay tuned for all of that. But go get that app in your life. It's a great way to keep up with us here at ESPN Radio. This is the uh, this is the end of it. This is the end of, of Big Sky Conference sports this week, officially. Uh, the, the Conference Track and Field Outdoor Championships are almost a month in our rear view now, and... Uh, the NCAA West Regionals, which 17 Montana State Bobcats, 6 Montana Grizzlies all competed in. Those are in our rear view. But uh, in what is one of the great track seasons in my 16 years covering the Big Sky Conference, Montana State is sending five competitors to nationals. There's also a variety of Northern Arizona athletes and other athletes from across the Big Sky Conference going to the NCAA meet. But uh, it's been a rapid rise for the Bobcat track and field program. Always solid, always good, competitive. But... Um, they've taken it to the next level, sending five competitors. And not just sending either, though. Like, Colby Wilson's pole vault of 17 feet and seven and a half inches, his best of this season, uh, is... If he goes... If he could just up it one more notch, if he gets one notch higher or even matches that mark, depending on how, how other guys vault, man... Uh, he could be an All-American for sure. Lucy Corbett has already been an All-American in Outdoor High Jump, the Bozeman High product, who is a five-time Big Sky Conference champion in the event. And then, of course, you have the duo of Duncan Hamilton and Levi Taylor. And Duncan Hamilton won his heat in the 3,000-meter steeplechase uh, at the West Regional, came in with the third-fastest qualifying time overall. And Levi Taylor was uh, eighth in the in the West Regional. So if, if those two marks hold, if they could even just repeat those two marks, you're talking about both those guys being All-Americans. So Montana State is going to – they have five athletes going to Nationals, including Jake Snyder, who also could maybe push for All-American uh, honors in the 400-meter hurdles as well. But that's uh, it's an impressive accomplishment. And so we will be covering the NCAA championships uh, this week. Duncan Hamilton will join us later on this week. And uh, also another just uh, memo for you. Friday, June 24th, uh, we won't have a nuanas now. I'll, I'll remind you when we get closer. But we do still have a couple seats, a couple tickets available for the Montana Football Hall of Fame. If you'd like to join us in Billings, 
I promise you it is absolutely worth your money. It's $100 a ticket or $800 for the table. I'm, I'm telling you, it is my favorite event of the year. I would not miss this. There's really nothing that would make me miss this. Uh, I love this event. I think it's so, so, so fun uh, as we started calling it. It's the, it's the greatest reunion uh, in Montana football history or in, in Montana football each year, I should say. But there is so much history there, and, and we expect a huge crowd again. A lot of the former inductees will be there, which is very fun now as the classes continue to add up. Now all of a sudden we have dozens and dozens of, of inductees that are in the hall already. And so the thing's going to continue to grow. It's a really, really fun time. So if you want to join us in Billings at the Billings Hotel and Convention Center, uh, June 24th for the golf, which I'll be gone for that. Uh, actually, probably the last stop of our uh, Montana golf trip. And uh, then on June 25th, that's a Saturday, 5 p.m. for the meet and greet, 6 p.m. for the event. So if you'd like to join us in Billings for the Montana Football Hall of Fame, please do. You want to be a part of the show? Actually, I'd love for you to be a part of the show today. This is the time of year where we have some stuff to, to recap and stuff, but we're always looking for discussion points. So we like wide open, open-ended ones, speculatory ones, whatever. Off, it's the off-season. It's the preseason. It's you know football on the horizon, but not quite. So if you want to be a part of the show, you want to get a part of the conversation and or engage with us, call us and or text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888 888- one zero uh, two nine, and uh, let us know what you're thinking. Uh, so to finish my golf story, we played the Whitefish Country Club. I guess Whitefish Lake Golf Course. We played the North Course on Sunday. It rained the entire time. <laughs> it was an unbelievable. Uh, well, first of all, what an unbelievable course! What a gorgeous setting, and uh, that's going to be part of the article. Is just. Where else in the world can you look at Flathead Lake and you can look at one of the premier ski mountains uh, in the Western Hemisphere and, and you can also hear the train in the background going through the town. And, uh, oh, by the way, you're on an elite golf course. Super fun experience, even though the golf wasn't very good. The putts were all over the place. It was so wet. It was, it was unbelievable. And then we played the Polson Bay Country Club today, this morning, early this morning, before coming back. So I came in a little grumpy, uh, pretty soaking wet, not feeling <laughs> great. And here I am now, rolling on Nuanas now, and I feel awesome. So thanks so much for the release. Thanks so much for the relief. And stay tuned. We'll, uh, we'll let you know when that golf magazine story is, is out. I, it's uh, a thrill for me. I mean, just a Montana kid who gets a, a chance to write for Golf Magazine. Uh, pretty fun and uh, you know, pretty cool to be able to be joined by some great company. Uh, not only Chad, who's working on this with me, but uh, also uh, my new friends, I should say, Ted and, and Yuri. And th- those guys were great to play with up in Whitefish yesterday. So um, definitely fun times to be had by all. I wish we could just get some good weather for the golf weather. The Montana Football Hour is brought to you by the Advocates. You couldn't control you were in an accident, but if you've been injured because of someone else's negligent driving, you can control who you call for help. The advocates will take over the details of your case, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The uh, Craig Haley's rankings, his preseason rankings, are out. The Athlon Sports FCS preseason top 25. No surprise who's number one? North Dakota State. The winners of every national championship since I've been a professional journalist. That's actually not quite true, but it seems like it. It's pretty crazy. Since I moved back to Montana in 2011, the Bison have won the national championship all but one season. 
If you would have told me that when I moved away from Montana in 2010 or 2009, I can't remember, one of the two. Regardless, even the short amount of time I was gone living in Washington, if you would have told me that that would be the case and that Montana wouldn't have been past the, uh, they'd been past the semifinals one time, or I guess to the semifinals one time, never past the quarters after that, I would have told you you're crazy. But here we are, North Dakota State number one in Craig Haley's rankings. Other uh, rankings worth noting, South Dakota State is number two. Montana is number three. Montana State is number four. Missouri State, Bobby Petrino. Got them rolling a little bit. They are number five. Sac State, oh, by the way, the two-time defending Big Sky Conference champions, they're at number six. Southern Illinois, number seven. Villanova, eight. Kennesaw State, nine. Stephen F. Austin rolls uh, rounds out the top ten. Number 13 is Weber State, number 15, Eastern Washington. So a total of five teams ranked in the poll, including five in the top 15. That's become pretty status quo for the Big Sky Conference. Uh, other notables, Northern Iowa sitting there at 21st. Um, Jackson State sitting there at 22nd. And Elon, a team that was uh, in the in the uh, the mix for several years in the CAA and then sort of took a dip down. Now it looks like they're back. And uh, I don't know if we've mentioned this on the show or not, but Matt McKay, former Montana State quarterback, former NC State and Montana State quarterback, he is back on that side of the country, and he is now – uh, playing for Elon, so we'll see if Matt McKay can maybe uh, quarterback a playoff team once again. Before we uh, analyze those rankings and analyze some schedule stuff for the Cats and the Grizz, I wanted to start with some open-ended questions. I just thought about this uh, as I was driving here and kind of sort of trying to uh, sporadically and uh, hastily make the show for today. Uh, I was just thinking of these two open-ended questions. One, what is the best storyline right now in the Big Sky Conference? And two, what's the most undertold storyline right now in the Big Sky Conference? So we can start with either of those, Andrew. Andrew Houghton joins me now. Uh, which one would you like to go with first? Uh, let's just go with best first so we can, you know, talk about some good stuff going on. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think that the best storyline going on right now uh, in the Big Sky Conference is the... Um, the almost unending race, and it's not just an arms race, it's an everything race between Montana and Montana State in football. I, I think it's so great for the state for a variety of reasons. I think I think that one, I think that this the general tone and the general tenor of two of of the two college towns in Montana, Missoula and Bozeman, the two D1 college towns. Uh, it's just a lot better. It's a lot more cheerful. It's a lot happier. As you can uh, particularly see this in Missoula. Things just go better when the Grizz are, are better in Missoula. They really do, especially because so much of our economy locally is based on the restaurants, going out to eat, going out to drink. You know, a lot more people go out to eat when the Grizz are winning games at home. And so uh, I think that the fact, though, that you know, I've covered these two teams now um, pretty up close and personal for uh, about half of my life at this point. And there's been times when the Grizz were way better than the Cats. There's been a brief moment in time where the Cats were, I can never say they were way better than the Grizz, but they were better than the Grizz for a minute. And now, uh, it's hard to say. I think that it's a, it's a coin flip. And I think the fact that you have them number three and number four uh, in the the early national polls, uh, it's a good thing for everybody involved. And I just I can't wait to see how it all plays out. I w- a part of me wishes Jeff Choate was still involved with this because the Choate 
Hauk uh, Hauk dichotomy would be so interesting. But I also think that the vegan Brent vegan Hauk uh, dichotomy is interesting for completely different reasons. So uh, I just I think it's good for it's good for business for us. It's good for everybody in the state of Montana when both schools are rolling. Were you surprised to see Montana ahead in this poll? A poll, whatever, air quotes. Man, man, I could say something so snarky right now, but uh, but no, I was not. Uh, I just just because I, I think that uh, man, how do you even say this? I don't even want to imply this. Starting arguments on Twitter between Cats and Grizz fans is going to get you a lot more clicks. Uh, and so one way or the other, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't matter which way you go, you're going to get the other side mad. So it's a it's a win win scenario, no matter which one you pick. Um, I, I, I do think that, in my personal opinion, I would rank the Grizz ahead of the Cats right now, even though I think the Grizz's biggest issues, their offensive line and their lack of specialists on special teams, are huge issues. Um, I would still rank them ahead only because I think the Cats are going to have a hard time out the gate just naturally because when you lose a, a, a whole collection of some of the greatest players in your program's history – but also guys that were phenomenal leaders. I mean, Amadri Williams is like 25 years old by 10. This is all over, you know. It's hard to replace that kind of uh, experience. You know, Troy Anderson is a once-in-a-generation player. So um, I would have I, – I, I thought that Craig Haley's top four was spot on. That's exactly how I would have had it. Interesting. So what what is your best storyline right now? In the well, mine's one that comes up a lot as we're sort of, um, you know, getting into the Big Sky football season. It's something I feel like I could say every year. It's one of – the evergreen favorite storylines for me going into the Big Sky football season is just the uncertainty of it all. And and where are we going to see the surprise team come from as, as Sac State sort of has been in the last couple of years? I mean, we're always at the, the Big Sky kickoff in Spokane as it's been the last couple of years. The polls, the preseason polls, media and coaches polls are dominating the talk that week. Well, every year there's been a team who's not in the top five in those polls who's competing for the conference championship. And I said, I think that says something really important about the league. I think it's one of the best uh, characteristics of the league. How, how much do you – so one of the p- biggest parts of that storyline is the unbalanced schedule in the league. That's right. And, and I, I think that the, the bemoaning of the unbalanced schedule sometimes drowns out the other storyline that should be being told more, and that is how good the – this is my opinion. I know that I have proximity bias in this scenario, but this was also a Twitter debate over the weekend. I personally believe that the top six teams in the Big Sky Conference and some years even the top seven teams in the Big Sky Conference, depending on how teams like Northern Arizona and Portland State are, are good enough to compete for and or win almost every other conference in the country. I don't think that it's necessarily true in the Missouri Valley, but I do think that the fifth or sixth best Big Sky team almost every year would be, uh, they would rank higher in almost every other league in the country. I just I think the league has more depth than anybody. I also think you can get some top-notch players. Like, it doesn't matter if Portland State finishes third or tenth. Their three or four or five best guys are dudes. Like, they have such good talent because of certain circumstances that exist in the Big Sky. Well, and you see this every year because the top five or six teams in the Big Sky Conference are getting ranked every year. I mean, you have five teams in the top 15 here. For sure. I don't think anybody's going to pick Eastern Washington to win the conference when we we do the the polls at the Big Sky kickoff. But I wouldn't be surprised to see them, you know, competing or having a shot at it at the end of the year. For sure. Um, Which leads me to my most undertold storyline in the Big Sky Conference, and it is that Sacramento State is the two-time defending Big Sky Conference champions. 
You can say that it's an unbalanced schedule, yada, yada, yada. Sac State, the first year that they won the Big Sky Championship, they beat Eastern Washington, Montana State in Bozeman, and Montana three consecutive weeks. I did some research. Since Sac State joined the league in 1996, that has never been done. To beat Eastern Montana and Montana State, not in that order, Eastern Montana State and Montana, in that order, including to win in Bozeman against a really good Jeff Choate team that year in 2019. That's a really, really, really good stretch, and they absolutely does. I mean, they had to beat Weber later on that year to win the conference championship, and, you know, last year they ran the table in the league. I, I know that sometimes they've fallen flat in the playoffs. That hurts this discussion for sure, but um, – and I also understand that part of them not that – that it being an undertold story is part of it is they're in a gigantic media market where they don't get covered – so basically, this is a this is a call out of ourselves saying we should just talk more and have more interviews about Sacramento State uh, on this show as you know one of the drivers of content in the Big Sky. But I do th- we do it more than anybody else. Well, no, I, I know for sure it's so funny too because like if those that have been listening for a while, the last year of Ryan Tutel in 2019 when it was Tutel Nuanas, we had Sacramento State quarterback Kevin Thompson on the show four weeks in a row because we had this Big Sky uh, like spotlight segment that we were doing. We actually should bring that back. That'd be fun. Uh, but Kevin Thompson was a pertinent interview because he's the quarterback of the opponent for Montana State, for Montana. They had beaten Eastern Washington coming out of that. So, And he was also, you know, a 26 or 27-year-old graduate student who had his own schedule. So Sac State Sports Info just said, hey, you guys figured out if Kevin wants to come on every week, he'll come on every week. But no, it's true. Like They, they just deserve more respect. At some point, 15-1 and one to start your Big Sky Conference career for Troy Taylor. That's no joke, man. Well, we'll see this year. I mean, they're sixth in, in the Athlon Sports uh, poll here. You know, you hate to say that they still need to prove it, but I think that's where a lot of people in the league are still going to be out with them this year. Well, I also think that there's this weird uh, element where the Big Sky, what's the right word? It's, it's such a fraternity when it comes to the coaches. So many of the coaches are connected to each other. Troy Taylor's connected to nobody. No, not anybody in any conference. Exactly. He's yeah. connected to no one. And I think that there's a certain element of that. I really think that it drives these coaches crazy that this dude who was pretty much a high school coach before coaching in, like, Troy Taylor did not do the crazy grad assistant grind or, like, he didn't coach offensive line at Eastern Washington for 15 years before he got a head coaching job. No, he was in D1 football for two years, got to coach Cooper Cup, got to coach a Pac-12 team, and boom, he's the head coach of Sacramento State. So I do think there's maybe some resentment. He also is, he's so funny because he's, like, such this nice guy when you're talking to him. And then you, like, watch him coach, and he's, like, this cold-blooded killer. And I think that that's also part of it. Like, he just dissects some of these teams, especially the Cats and the Grizz when they've played them the last couple years. Well, and the things he's doing are different than anybody else is doing. With the two quarterbacks last year, uh, you know, these coaches in the league who have been around for forever, they've never, you know, you don't see anything like that. So you get the, what's this guy doing? It's always, you know, in any industry. The person who's doing something different is going to have to prove it more than the the person who's trying to succeed doing it the same way it's always been done. Absolutely. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television is the Montana Football Hour, presented by The Advocates. The Advocates always reminding you that you deserve an advocate. There's no out-of-pocket expenses until a settlement is recovered for you. No need to stress. The Advocates will answer your questions and guide you through every step of your case. Call 406 640 
888-888-4444 today or chat online 24-7 at MontanaAdvocates.com. All-star football games for the high school kids got underway this last weekend. Plus, we didn't even get into some of the scheduling challenges for the Cats and the Grizz. Have you guys looked at their schedules leading up to their showdown against each other? Both of them got to run the gauntlet before they clash on November 19th in Bozeman. We'll talk about all things Big Sky Conference football, plus the eight-man and six-man all-star games for the state of Montana. Don't touch the dial. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Summer All-Star Series of football games got underway in Montana over the weekend. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In the six-man All-Star game played in Custer, Ashton Hobbs of Freud Lake caught a touchdown pass from Chance Goltz with 18 seconds left to secure a 34-28 victory for the blue team over the red team in the 26th edition of the game. Hobbs, who helped lead Freud Lake to consecutive Class C six-man championships and 24 straight wins overall, was part of the blue team featuring two of his former teammates in Connor Huff and Brent Stenberg. But the blue team fell down 22-0 for rallying all the way back. Hobbs scored a nine-yard touchdown in the third quarter, cut the lead to 28-26, and then caught what proved to be the game-winning score with just seconds remaining. Missoula Sentinel has more movement in its coaching ranks. After leading the Spartan boys to a third straight Class AA state championship, Craig Mettler has resigned from his position to take an administrative role at the school. Mettler led the Spartans to a total of six track and field championships, earning three each, all since 2018, on both the girls and boys' side. And finally, the Missoula Paddleheads snapped a four-game losing streak and jumped back into the North Division race with an 8-4 win over frontrunner Great Falls at Oregon Park Allegiance Field. Missoula has the next two days off before embarking on a road trip to Billings. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. to this for a minute. When you go on a road trip, sometimes you get some throwbacks in your life. Then you gotta, you know, play them a couple more times. Relive some of the old days. You want us now, ESPN Radio. Coming to you through the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, new to Montana. You can find them here in the Garden City at the corner of Stevens and Mount. You can also 
Check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest at nwmsrocks.com. They have trucks all over the region. I was looking at some trucks uh, over the weekend online. Man, they have a lot of inventory. I mean, they're not lying. <laughs> it is the largest inventory uh, in the Pacific Northwest. Thanks to Northwest Motorsport for all of their continued support of us here at uh, ESPN Radio. The All-Star Football Circuit in Montana got underway. The uh, eight-man Bob Cleverly All-Star Game took place at Bob Greenfield in Butte. That's on the Montana Tech campus. The 38th annual uh, Bob Cleverly. The red team made uh, it it consecutive victories using a huge second quarter and a huge second half to roll past the blue team, 46-30. The... uh, Victorious Red Team's offensive MVP was Cameron Brumsvin of Plentywood. The Red Team defensive MVP was Timothy Lane of Fort Benton. The Blue Team's offensive MVP was Caden Batzler of Sheridan. And the Blue Team's defensive MVP was Coyle Nagy of Charlo. Uh, This is the Montana Football Hour, by the way, presented by the Advocates, talking some high school football. Just give me some notes on some of the all-star games. The six-man All-Star game was in Custer, and Ashton Hobbs and his Freud Lake teammates, they kept on winning. That group went undefeated two years in a row, back-to-back Class C six-man titles for Freud Lake, the first two in their school's history. So objectively and uh, unquestionably the greatest teams in in, uh, the school's history, Ashton Hobbs caught the game-winning touchdown for the blue team. Two other Freud Lake players were also on that team, Connor Huft and Brent Stentoff. Uh, but Hobbs, he got a touchdown in the third quarter and then the game winner to lift his team to a 34-28 victory. His go-ahead touchdown came with 18 seconds left. And uh, that said, it was a Freud Medicine Lake uh, coming out party because not only did Hobbs score those two touchdowns to help his team rally from a 22-0 deficit, but also Stentoff was the defensive MVP for the Blue. Um so the uh, the offensive MVPs were Dylan Flat for the blue and Jake McAllister for the red, and uh, Spencer Lenners was the uh, defensive MVP. So there you go. That's a little uh, prep football update for you. We had Ethan Abbott in here last week, and we will continue to do uh, interviews with future Grizzlies, future Bobcats. Guys mostly from Montana that are going to play Division I football in Montana. Ethan Abbott is uh, a Florence product. He actually hails from all over the place. The son of a former naval officer and uh, a guy that moved around a lot growing up. And then he settled in Florence for his junior and senior years, became a Division I prospect, ends up choosing Montana State. But he was filling me in on that great Florence team that just absolutely rolled through the Class B ranks. And he was telling me, that five of them total are going to college. Tristan Payette, who was a great running back and linebacker for the Falcons, he's going to Carroll College. Caden Zalewski and Blake Shoup are both going to Montana Tech. And Luke Mackey is going to Air Force, going to the Air Force Academy. Probably going to go to that Air Force prep school for a year first and then go to the Air Force Academy. So that's amazing. you got five guys going to college, including two guys going to Division One. one of whom, Luke Mackey, is going to the FBS ranks. Although it is a little bit of a caveat, they do make almost every single potential, I think actually everyone in the Air Force has to go to a year at the Air Force Preparatory Academy. And so you play on that team, so it's basically like a a de facto redshirt 
And then those who either don't want to make it or can't make it um, just sort of move on. So um, just interesting for sure. But I wanted to ask you this, Andrew. Uh, I was uh, referencing these guys that are going Division One football um, because a lot of the guys that are going to the Grizz, a lot of guys that are going to the Cats, are going to play in the upcoming next two All-Star games. Uh, actually, I think the Mondak game, this might be the last year of it, or maybe last year was the last year of it. It is going away, though, for sure. But the Shrine game, the East-West Shrine game, has been a well-celebrated and, and awesome tradition. They, ra- they raise a ton of money for the Shriners Hospital. I believe that the East-West Shrine game in Montana is the most lucrative fundraiser of any of the Shrine Bowls in the country, or maybe one of the top two. But they've certainly raised over $100,000 for uh, each year for years. The, uh, the players get to go visit the Shriners Hospital and hang out with the kids. So it's super cool. But unfortunately, we've seen a couple really bad injuries in these games as of late. And it's becoming more commonplace for guys that are going to college, some of Montana's best talents, to not play in these games. What do you think of this phenomenon? Is it smart or not smart for these guys to play in these games? Well, if, you, if you're going to school on a scholarship and... It's, it's up to them. It's not smart or not smart. Uh, you know, you're playing football. Things can happen. Uh, for sure. There, there are a lot of pros to these games for a lot of reasons you just mentioned um, and, and for a bunch of other reasons. Uh, it, it's just cool to watch a bunch of these kids play together who've been playing against each other for, sure. for their entire high school careers. Like you mentioned, it raises a, a lot of money. Um, it's it's a great chance for kids who maybe aren't going to college to, to play again one more game. It is also interesting the way they do it with the East and the West, too, because sometimes you'll get guys that are uh, both going to Montana State they are going to be on opposite teams, or guys that are uh, one's going to the Cats, one's going to the Grizz. It's the last time they play together. There's all these different little combos, too, right? So There are a bunch of cool stories coming out of it, yeah. yeah. You can always get the cool photos, too, right? Like, Cats and Grizz together, or these guys are all the future cats. These guys are all the future Grizz, you know. Uh, it was so funny. Like, Josh Rollins used to tell that story, former Montana State Bobcat, whose son, uh, Dylan, was the Gatorade Player of the Year a couple of years ago, but whose other son, Byron, was a senior defensive lineman uh, for the Cats last year. But Byron went on an LDS mission right after high school and then uh, then got the COVID year, too. And so he was he, his picture from the Shrine game is with the guys that were seniors fifth-year seniors on the 2019 Bobcat team, and then he's still playing like two years later. So uh, you do kind of get some fun memories out of it as well. And I think, I mean, Coulter, it's it's not like the NFL guys skipping their bowl game maybe. There's not multi-million dollar contracts on the line here. There's not sure. life-changing money on the line. For sure, but it actually can truly change your life, though. Like Joe Olson, who's a running back for Bozeman High, he blew his knee in the Shrine game a couple of years ago, and he's off the cats. He couldn't get back healthy. He lost a step, and they kind of just like out-recruited him, and then he just decided to hang it up. But you really, I mean, he really did lose his career. But that can also game. happen in the first fall practice no, as soon as you right, get to you're Bozeman. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, but but if, if a kid decides that, that it's not worth the risk, I mean, there's not... There's not backlash for that. I mean, that's that's sure. their decision. I mean, that, that's other, my take other, on it. The other fun part is, and, and this is why I actually do think it's it's kind of cool, is if a guy does make the decision to not do it, to not play in the East-West Shrine game, for example, because he's going to college, then the next guy up is going to get an opportunity. Like, they're going to add a guy to the roster right. who didn't get picked for the Shrine game, and uh, then 
that guy will get to play one last high school game, and, and that guy's probably not going to college. Right. So he gets to go play football one more time. So that's pretty fun. Montana Football Hour here on Nuanas Now is presented by the Advocates. No need to stress. The Advocates will answer your questions and guide you through every step of your case. Call the Advocates at 406-640-4444 today or chat online 24-7 at montanaadvocates.com. Does pro football have a future in Montana? Does a secondary pro football league have a future anywhere in America? We shall discuss all that and more. Keep it right here. New on is now ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. Isaac Brock, man, one of my favorites. So he's so crazy. It's, you just love it. You love the the authenticity of the craziness. Jamming to some modest mouse here on your Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Mine was uh, incredibly fun, incredibly um, productive. We got so many different business ideas. Love hanging out on the golf course with dudes who are entrepreneurial in their minds. It's so fun to just. Uh, Rattle and roll and uh, just get as many ideas as possible. Get that notes document going. You're hitting shots. You're coming up with ideas. It's uh, it's fun, and I promise it'll uh, it'll be good for you guys as well. But I, while I was uh, getting soaked up in whitefish, it is Nuana's Now ESPN Radio, and then Polson. I uh, my car saga continues. I need I need to just tell this story quickly because it's just uh, I'm just laughing at myself and also just laughing at the circumstance. Uh, for those that have been following along, coming back from Boise, Idaho, uh, after an excruciatingly long week, it was fun. It always is fun. But that Sunday, man, you just cannot wait to go, get home. It is the longest drive of your life. And uh, myself, Andrew Houghton, we were both riding. My brother, Brooks, was driving my car. And uh, about 10 miles short of Wisdom, Montana, the... Uh, the thermostat on the car starts lighting up, and then all of a sudden the engine's overheating, and we're pulled over on the side of the road, and we're wondering if we fried it. We don't know, and we're calling a tow truck. So we got towed to Butte, and the car was in Butte for a minute. I won't even waste your time with the ins and outs of that story. That's a silly one as well. But about a month after the car was in Butte, they ended up only being able to fix part of it, and then they realized uh, there was going to be a much more significant fix. So they throw it on a tow truck. I actually get one of my great friends. Uh, to go pick it up for me, and uh, shout out to you, Tommy. I still owe you. Not Tommy producer, uh, main man Tommy Brown, but uh, I'll, uh, I'll I uh, I'll know you forever. So I'll get back to you. I'll make it up to you. I promise. But I get the car back to Missoula. 
Well, then there's been this worldwide recall on these uh, Hyundai Santa Fe's. And so this thing's been sitting down there. We're getting ready to get diagnosed, but it still hasn't. That's all to say that sometimes I can drive a truck that we have here uh, at Missoula Broadcasting Company, our ESPN radio truck. But sometimes producer Tommy, engineer Tommy, he needs that thing to go up to Dean Stone Mountain and, you know, make sure the radio machines are turned on. So I've been not been able to use that because it is summertime, or at least they say it's supposed to be. And uh, so I've been driving. So then I did have a car for a little while. Uh, I also have this 1999 Mercedes SUV that uh, sometimes works, but lately has not worked. That's been out. So then my great friend Austin Tutil, he decided he's going to let me borrow his car. Well, this last weekend, uh, I left the car at the house, and uh, somehow the car was not fully shifted into uh, park. And because of this, it made some... <laughs> like screeching, hissing noise. So Andrew was just telling me that they had to figure out a way to get the car back in park. This is all to say that uh, maybe I should just like walk and bike. <laughs> maybe I don't need. Maybe I don't need a car. But thanks to Andrew and Austin for getting the car back in park, and uh, you know, all works out. All is all's well that ends well. <laughs> it's the Montana Football Hour here on Nuanas now. First of all, uh, interesting. I don't really know what the logistics of this was. But I've been monitoring the waiver wire for the uh, the NFL uh, because we have a lot of uh, hopefuls try to make it to the NFL uh, from the Big Sky Conference and, and especially a handful of guys from the Montana schools. Dylan Cook from Montana with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then uh, Lewis Kidd and Lance McCutcheon, probably the two guys that are striving the hardest to make teams. Daniel Hardy and Troy Anderson from MSU both drafted, so they're likely... Uh, they at least have an inside track in making a roster. But the Rams cut like nine guys, right, coming out of rookie minicamp, and then they re-signed all nine of them. One of that one of those guys was Lance McCutcheon. So he was a free agent for all of a day and then re-signed, and now he's been in camp with the Rams. They're one of 12 teams that have opened camp, and the Bozeman native, former Montana State wide receiver, has been making waves. He's been getting tweeted about by a lot of the writers, uh, and he's looking like he's going to very le- at the very least make the practice squad, and if not maybe even make the active roster. And yesterday, fellow Big Sky alum Cooper Cup in an article on the Athletic about the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions, Cooper Cup of Eastern Washington and now the reigning Super Bowl MVP, he pointed out McCutcheon and he said he's having one of the best camps of anybody uh, on the team and that he thinks he can be a contributor. So, you know, the Big Sky's goat giving you a shout out pretty good. So we'll continue to give you updates of who's where and and all that. But as of right now, Lance McCutcheon still uh, making waves in Los Angeles. Lewis Kidd still uh, on the roster in New Orleans. Troy Anderson, of course, uh, still on the Atlanta Falcons roster as a second-round draft pick. I think that's not going to change. And then uh, Daniel Hardy from MSU still on the uh, Rams roster as well after getting drafted in the seventh round. Dylan Cook still on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster. So uh, a lot of guys from the Montana schools making waves. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. This is the Montana Football Hour presented by the Advocates. The Billings Outlaws won an indoor football championship about 12 years ago. Then they went away. There was, there was scandal associated with this team two different times, but they've come back now again. And earlier this year, it was not going well at all. The team was unable to pay their bills. They were unable to pay their employees, and they were unable to pay their players. That's not good in professional football. So the league seized the team back and then resold it to a new owner. That's then helped them get back on track. Everybody's getting paid again. And now the Outlaws, who are 7-3 and three this year, 
will host a first-round Champions of Indoor Football League game on Saturday at 2.15 in Billings against the Wyoming Mustangs. It's at the Billings Sportsplex. The Outlaws are the number three seed in the CIF playoffs. The uh, Mustangs, the Wyoming Mustangs, the sixth seed. The other first-round game is Southwest Kansas versus Omaha. And uh, there's also uh, two other teams that received buys. So a couple questions for you on this. Andrew Houghton, our producer, joining me here uh, on ESPN Radio. What At what point is, and, I, and I'm not talking like an NBA or an NFL team, because I think Montana is so far away from that. Like anywhere in this region would be Spokane if that, that would be that would be next, or Boise maybe. Uh, Montana doesn't have any any cities like even close to that mechanism, but I do think that there could be a higher level of professional sports in Montana than there currently is, which is basically nothing besides the essentially like A-League independent minor league baseball teams. So uh, is there any validity or is, is there like a future for Montana where we get pro sports of some sort, like a USFL team or something? I don't think so. I think it's a long way away. A long ways away, for sure. Yeah, and I think you're, you know, you're seeing with some of the population growth, uh, you're you're getting to a point where it's closer. But the one thing that's always just going to be true about Montana is the logistics of it. I mean, it's so far away from. It's so hard to get here. I mean, if there's a team in Billings, where are the other teams in the league? Right. Exactly. Right. Totally. The one thing I, I always thought this though, I always thought. Like, there's been so much debate on where the Big Sky Championship tournament should be for basketball. Yeah. And one of the biggest challenges the league has faced since moving it to a neutral site is attracting general sports fans that aren't fully aligned to one of the Big Sky Conference's teams to the event. Right. Like, the way you're going to actually have full houses there throughout the week, not just the championship game, is if you actually get people from Boise or Reno or whatever to go. I don't think that really happens. Like, there's a few... But it's not like it could be. But I've always thought if you were to put that tournament in somewhere way more rural, where it's like way more of a big deal, like Billings, for example, I think that it would draw. Like when the NAIA Women's National Tournament was in Billings, they had the a packed house for every game because people just wanted to go see national level basketball and there's not any real competition for it. So I always thought this, like what if, like I think what the what the WNBA should do to increase their exposure is not be paired with NBA. They're going to have to be paired with NBA teams for finances, but I don't think they should play in those arenas. Like imagine if there was a WNBA team in Billings, like that, that would draw really, really well. I think it would draw better than WNBA teams do in certain cities. How long until the novelty wears off though? You don't, you don't have as big a population base in, in Billings. I mean, after everybody's gone twice in the first two years, right? That's true. And so much of the uh, draw to women's basketball in Montana is because there's so many Montana girls that play for Montana schools. So Montanans love to just go watch the Montanans. Yeah, I think what you would, I think maybe your best bet is for if you take a team like this indoor football teams in Billings, and then you also have a team in in Great Falls, and you have a team in Bozeman, and you you have a four-team league where it's all based in Montana, and it's something new. Okay. Yeah, I think that's I think that's good. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how much the the population continues to grow. That's the other thing is when you have this crazy like per, quote unquote percentage increase in population, like Bozeman's percentage of population has increased so greatly. 
yet the county, the whole county, still only has like 108,000 people in it. Right, you're starting from way <laughs> lower. Like, when I moved to Bozeman, it was like 38,000 people. Like, it's such a small town. So, uh, you, you have a long ways to go and grow. I mean, Spokane is still probably a long ways away, and Spokane is what? Three times the size of Billings? Yeah. Boise's four, four times the size of Billings? So, uh, you're a long ways away from... Uh, you're a long ways away from being able to actually have a, a true, like, big four uh, pro sports team. is now ESPN Radio. The Montana Football Hour comes to a close. Uh, although I do want to ask Andrew one more question, so we'll do that at the top of the next hour. The Montana Football Hour has been provided by the Advocates. The Advocates always reminds you that you have an advocate. They're available 24-7 at montanaadvocates.com or by calling 406-444, or excuse me, 640-4444. That's 406-640-4444 today. You couldn't control when you were in an accident, but if you've been injured because someone else's negligent driving, you can control who to call for help. The advocates will take over the details of your case, so all you need to do is rest and get better. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. We're going to talk some NBA finals. We're going to talk some NFL. We're also going to keep on talking some Big Sky Conference. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get commission. Commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 